In this presentation, we will discuss the question of which forms must I file with relation to the sole proprietorship, Schedule C. This information can be found in Publication 334. Here is our table. This is how we're going to read our table. We're going to read the headers and then the items underneath it. For example, we're going to say if you are liable for and then read the example, then use form, we'll give the form, and then we'll have the due by and give the due dates. So if you are liable for income tax, then use form 1040 and Schedule C or CEZ. So that, of course, is going to be our 1040 form up top. Here's the 1040. Then the Schedule C, Schedule CEZ would be used in certain situations if it was a very simple Schedule C form for the small business due by 15th of the fourth month after end of tax year. So typically April 15th. Next item, if you are liable for self-employment tax, then use form Schedule SE. So that, of course, then will be most people that have the uh, Schedule C also needing typically the Schedule SE self-employment tax because most would be then subject to it in that circumstance. Due by uh, file with form 1040. So it's going to be due by then the same date here, 15 days after the fourth month after end of tax year typically, which is going to be the April 15th usually. Estimated tax. So if you are liable for estimated tax, then use form uh, 1040ES. So 1040ES are going to be the forms that we can use to make estimated payments. So we can use estimated payments with, and they're basically, you can see they're just voucher payments. What happens on these is if we're doing our own uh, withholdings in essence, or making our own payments, like you can imagine that if we were a W-2 employee, we're paying as we go and the employer is just taking money out and paying it to the government. And it's supposedly, it's basically our money. But if we don't have that going on, then we have to make our payments. And we could do that by basically estimating what the prior year was or estimating what the taxes will be. And then you could see these are basically just uh, voucher type slips that will make the voucher slip and we'll send this to the IRS and say, hey, here's our, here's our money for the silent partner for the IRS. And it would be similar to us. We need to make those throughout the year in a similar way as when they would take our money out of our paycheck every time we make it. In other words, they don't want to wait till the end of the year. We want to be, we, have, we need to make them throughout the year typically in order to avoid uh, things like payment penalties and interest. So those are due by the 15th day of the fourth, uh, sixth and ninth months of tax year and the 15th day of the first month after the end of the tax year. So it's basically due quarterly. So if we, if you think about it, then these are for 2019. So we estimated the, if this would be for 2019. And the first item is going to be after the first quarter. So you'd have to have it be due after the first three months. And then the second one's going to be due after uh, the, the second uh, three months, the second quarter, after the third quarter. And then after the fourth quarter for the last one, which means it's going to be, you don't have to pay it until the following year. So due... Uh, January 15th of 2020 in the following year because it's going to be right after the fourth quarter of the year uh, ended 2019 in this case. If you are liable for Social Security Medicare taxes and income tax withholdings, then use Form uh, 941 or 944, and those are going to be payroll tax forms. So if you have employees, then you have to deal with payroll taxes and you have to deal with the payroll tax forms. 
and then uh, due by April 30th, July 31st, October 31st, and January 31st. So you have a similar type of thing. You typically have to pay those uh, the 941s usually quarterly. So at, after the first three months, then you have a month to then fill out the form and turn it in in July. And then the second quarter, and then you've got a month to turn it in in October. And then of course the last, I mean the second month in July and then October. And then the last one, the last quarter ends in December and you have until January of the following year to turn that in typically. Uh, next item, providing information on social security and Medicare taxes and uh, income tax withholdings. Then you have the form W-2, W-2 and W-3 for the employee and to the government here. And so once again, you'd have to file those if you have payroll taxes to um, at the end of the year. So they're due by January 1st, January 31st for both the amounts, the, the forms you have to get to the employee and those you have to give to the government. And then if you're eligible for the federal unemployment tax, FUTA, then you have to file the form 940. Again, that deals with payroll. So if you're dealing with payroll, then you got to deal with the payroll tax form. It's going to be due on January 31st. And then we've got April 30th, July 31st, October 31st, January 31st, but only if the li liability for unpaid tax is more than uh, 500. So oftentimes people don't have to do the 940 quarterly, like they have to do the 941s quarterly. Uh, but in any case, we'll get, if you want to look more into payroll, you know, that's for another time. We're not going to spend too much time just going over all the payroll rules because that would take a, a lot of time in and of itself. Back to the text. Filing information returns for payments to non-employees and transactions other than uh, with other persons. So we could see more information on that. But typically, they're referring to the main thing we would think here was a 1099 form that we would have to provide. And we have to look at when we would need to provide that. We'll discuss that more later. But typically, someone who's not incorporated that we pay more than a certain amount, like $600, we have to apply the 10, we have to give them a 1099. And so forms 1099 to the recipient by January 31st. So January 31st of the following year after the end of the year and to the IRS by February 28th. So then we have to give the information to the IRS. That's the point. The IRS wants us to know. They want to know who we gave money to because they want to charge that person, whoever we gave the money to, they want to take some of it, right? <laughs> so they want them to report it on their income taxes and hold them to that so that, so that they possibly can get their share of it. And so and we're required to tell them that we paid somebody else. So March 31st is filing electronically. Other forms see general instructions for certain information. And then the excise tax, again, you could see instructions for the excise tax. That's going to be, uh, if you're subject to the excise tax, you want to uh, look into that and look into the details of that.